Good day and welcome to the Budding Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Bridges. In each episode, I cover my experiences, both good and bad, of being a business owner on your own, as well as my journey through the crazy world of entrepreneurship to reach my goal of earning $1 million a year. Now today, this is the official relaunch of the Budding Entrepreneur. This is Budding Entrepreneur 2.0. And as I mentioned yesterday, we're going to be doing this podcast twice a week rather than daily, which was what I had been doing. And I'm going to be going through filling out new topics, telling you a little bit about what's happening in the world of Randy and what I'm working towards so that possibly this can help somebody to address issues they may have and collectively be able to help out the community. Now, today I want to kind of cover some of the things that have happened since May that have changed a bit about how things happen in my world. First of all, I stopped podcasting in May because there were a lot of things that were pulling my attention away and it was making it very, very difficult to be doing this every single day. Now, that of its own is a strong enough issue that you're going to have to you know, take time out and address all of these content things that are coming in the podcast. But when the client's requirements start interfering with that and you find yourself podcasting later and later in the evening, it becomes very difficult to keep up with that, especially since you have to go the next morning and start the process all over again. That was a problem. And at the same time, my own business was going through some changes of its own. I had seen for a long time that there were some issues with how I was doing things. I was trying to shove a lot of things into what is essentially a single holder for everything. And that wasn't working. The concept of being able to talk about what I do became so complicated. People were just like, huh? So I realized this and I I knew that that was going on but it's, it takes a while for you to be able to stop and refocus. And that's part of what this was about here. That was the actual real reason, is I was having a difficult time being able to put all of this into a kitty that makes sense. You know, you put donate the right amount of money into each one of them, money being time. So I split things off. There's now Randy Bridges Consulting. This is really working with new emerging and established businesses to help them prepare themselves to 10x their revenues within six months to a year. And at the same time, reach best in class, which is an interesting concept. I've still talked about it in the past. Part of it is getting in there and really reworking, reframing the business. We're not going to build a new foundation for the business. We're going to reframe the one we have that will give us the capability to be able to grow beyond that. And I've had to do that myself many, many times over the years. And I do eat my own dog food, by the way. So this program is not just something I came up with out of the ether. It's working with businesses that are having problems and seeing the problems over and over and over and over again for the last roughly 35 plus years. I'm not really any different in that respect. I have those same issues like everybody else does and we we lose focus sometimes 
and we find ourselves falling in the same traps everyone else has. So I've gone through and put this program into place and run it on myself again. And it did take me a little bit of time, but now I'm out of that and I'm now moving forward in very clear tranches of how each part of this overall company is going to work. There's still L5 Consulting that is now focusing on technology management. It is a kind of a, it's not a catch-all. It's really, it's not doing managed services. It's not doing IT support. It's actually helping companies rebuild the management of how their information systems work. And finally, there's L5 Cloud, which is my cloud hosting. And I mentioned yesterday, we're bringing in a lot more concepts from Google, Amazon, Microsoft, expanding what the definition of cloud is that we're working with. It's still taking all of your systems or the bulk of them, the heaviest lifting systems, and moving them into somewhere else that is better built to support that than you. Really geared for long-term views and you know, you're not going to have the same level of support that you had if it's a server that's in your room. It doesn't have a battery backup the way that it should. There's no, you know, there's no backups being handled correctly and all to uh, industry standards. You've had to put those in hardcore and it costs a lot of money. Well, when you put them into the data center, a lot of that is handled for you. You don't have to worry about power. Uh, data centers have their own, you know, power center. That's one of the things that makes them so powerful is that even if everything around them goes offline, they still have the ability to continue working. That's part of the financial requirements because remember, most of the data centers were built as financial data centers. Some of them were built as as uh, non-governmental ones, so DARPA didn't get involved with them, but um, a lot of this is just that infrastructure that's left over from other companies, and then it's sold off to new companies who then take it over as it was. So they get the best of these big financial systems without having to pay for all of that money. So that's the L5 cloud process is working out there. And Something that was was interesting was I've I've become a very big fan of Dana Derricks. Some of you may not know anything about him, but his big contribution that he has worked with has come from um, Chet Holmes, who wrote a book, and one of the chapters was something he called Dream One Hundred, and Dana really has a big program for Dream 100 to look to help you expand your reach without having to go absolutely crazy. And so today, one of the topics we're going to discuss is that Dream 100. But Dana, in a lot of his, uh, his talks and things, he focuses on something that is, it's very important. He said, you want to find the thing that sells the thing. In other words, find the popular thing that sells the long-term impact thing. So for example, you might have a person who sells car insurance. 
and they want to retarget all of their customers to now sell life insurance. Now, car insurance is something everybody has to have. It's very popular, especially if you want to drive, especially if you want to own a car. And so you take that and then target the people long-term with the idea of now we've got your car insurance, we'll get your business insurance next. Now we'll go after your financial long-term life insurance, your, your legacy, so to speak. We're going to want to make sure that your passing is not a drag on your family, which is a heavy thing to talk about, but at the same time, it's, it's important because that's a long-term investment you're going to make and your family's going to get long-term results after that. So you can see how doing that find the thing, regular insurance, that sells the thing, that's a massive piece of the puzzle. And I went back to this. It was one of the things that kind of caught my attention that I was doing accidentally. And that's as I was doing technology systemization inside of my program, I realized that IT management and cloud services were the natural resources that I could use for long-term support of my clients. So essentially, the program that comes with Randy Bridges Consulting has a natural outlet in L5 Consulting and L5 Cloud. And it's natural. It's natural. So when we combine that concept with Dream 100, and again, we'll talk about this in a second, you get an opportunity to kind of look at this process of how to grow. And one of the things that you can actually find the thing is actually to do something like write a book. And it's not as complicated as you may think. You can self-publish and it's actually a pretty good idea. You can utilize things like free plus shipping to get your book out to people's hands, which will give you a certain level of you know, professionalism above the average other person that's out there. And we can go into this in, in some other topics. But if you go out and you write a book or you just do a small ebook, uh, you can use private label right uh, private label rights to be able to help you create content that you wouldn't normally do. And these are already written books that you can take and maybe do a podcast off of or to do a summary of the the process. There are many things that you can do like that that taking a resource from somewhere else, you can use it to generate a lot of content in your own environment. So after you do something like write a book or find a book or do something of this nature that is free to give away or it's you pay $9.95 for it and then it's free shipping. Either way, both work. Then you find your next your, your what your first loss leader is. You want to find something that you can give away that or even sell for a lesser price that will drive someone into a more expensive price. And then you keep looking next in your profit margins to see what comes next. And then you put in this long-term piece and you put it into a funnel 
and you drive everything you have into that process. That's very simple. And it's something that Dana was talking about. Again, Dana Derricks, D-E-R-R-I-C-K-S. And you can look him up. Great guy. And he's he's in my dream 100. So we'll we'll talk about that. But essentially, this this whole dream 100 process, if you have the ability to to go and find something, it doesn't even have to be something you can do. You can bring in something that somebody else does. Like, for example, maybe they have a marketing program that you want to use for your customers, your clients. And so you can either redirect them back over to that particular company with the acknowledgement from that company that there's going to be a kickback to you, which is good. It's good for you. Don't have to, doesn't have to be financial, right? It could just be a trading of, of, of clientele. These types of things happen all the time. Or you can go through the Grant Cardone concept of arbitrage, which is you sell what somebody else is doing and you bill your client and you keep the difference. We would call it net profit, but what it ultimately comes down to is you're making money on something you don't have to do. And if it's not your specialty or if it's not something you have time to do, that is a good concept for everything to go through. So I've kind of combined a lot of this into my new program, and I'll tell you a little bit more about it later on, uh, probably to, uh, probably next uh, this coming Thursday. We'll be talking about it. I don't want to do a lot of self-serving with these, but I do want to keep you up to date on what's been happening and get you back into the Randy Bridges world if you've already been in here in the budding entrepreneur, you want to see how other people do what they do. That's what a lot of people are coming to my podcast for is we're presenting problems common people have. How are our solutions different from somebody else? And that seems to be the number one thing that people are drawn to with this podcast. So that being said, we'll be talking a little bit about that on Thursday. I want to talk about this Dream 100 because this is something that a lot of people, you probably know it. It's a networking concept. It's not the kind of concept that everybody goes after. But it's really going to establish yourself in the world of connecting with different businesses, different people, different customers, clientele. So there are four types. This is what Dana Derricks talks about. Um, in his Dream 100 Reloaded, which is a great book, 1,200 pages of, of just crazy information, crazy amounts of information. And so there are four types. Type 1 is the type that Chet Holmes based his work on, is you have an avatar. It's a one-to-one -one relationship that you're going after that person to sell them what you do. You've targeted that person in terms of you know who they are, what they are, and you probably know them better than they know themselves. And you go after them to be your concept of a customer or a client. In our world, by the way, in consulting world, everyone's a client. 
and I think I've made this distinction before, a customer goes into a restaurant and orders a number four. A client goes into the restaurant and says, I'm leaning this way for dinner. What wine would you recommend? Big difference, right? Or what are your specials this evening and which one would you recommend for this type of wine that I have? Or this type of, I'm going to have just a glass of water so I don't need to necessarily worry about the wine thing. What is it that's that's not going to be you know, blanded by simple water, for example. That's that's the difference between a customer and a client. Customer comes in knowing what they want and you can't really change their mind. Uh, you might influence their decision, but generally speaking, you can't change their mind. Whereas with a client, they come in with a problem. You dig the problem out, find what they need to know, enable them to make a decision, and then you deliver it or you help them get to where they need to go to deliver it. So in the case of type one dream 100ing or just type one dreaming, you're looking at a one-to-one. In type two, it's a one-to-many. And this is what a lot of people use is like, for example, ClickFunnels, Russell Brunson uses a lot of one-to-many is he will go and find somebody who has his audience on the other side. And then he can extend through these people, and this was kind of what I was leaning towards back in April and May, was this concept, and it it worked, but for me, I needed to put some more clarity on it. So this is, this is where you find people who've already created your target market. And you want to reach those people. And so you're going to reach through this person that you have as a connection. And then all of their people on the other side are more likely to come to you when there's a reference from this person. Hey, if you want this, go here. You know, that kind of thing. So type three dreaming is much more complicated. It's something that a lot of people like Microsoft's, all software company, all licensing groups will do this. It's what's called a handshake dreamer. And you're connecting with groups that you're you're talking to one person and that person has the ability to influence the decision of everybody else. So the software companies have done this a lot. They'll go into a company They'll agree to a licensing deal. And for every seat that you use of this software, you're going to pay a fee. And so it's it's a bit more complicated to say the least. You have to really sell the, the idea of licensing, if you will. And so this is one where you might get a group of people that collectively make decisions. That's that's another concept of the of the type three. And then type four is really, this one is the fast forward dreaming. This is where you pay for your connections. And this is something that I found is a, is a big mistake in a lot of people is when they first start marketing, they go right straight to type four. I want to pay for it. Advertising is paying for it. Joining a big program is paying for it. Look, most people will do free stuff for you. Even if you don't have any money, they'll offer you free stuff that you can, or so so easy to get to, and it's so cheap that you're kind of wondering why you, why you wouldn't do it. 
And to myself, there's a lot of these concepts that were, you know, hey, you can get my book for $9.95. This is how I got the Dream 100. This is how I got all of the dot-com secrets, expert secrets, and traffic secrets from Russell Brunson. There were many other ones. There were a lot that were available. I could get them for a reduced price on Kindle. And, and some of them are just free. You can just flat, you know, sign up for it. And you're paying your name. You're getting it free. And these are a lot of, you know, small ebooks, things like this. I do this all the time. I have a couple of books on my website right now that are free. All you got to do is sign up for it. And, uh, and I go from there. There's a lot of this that you can do. You do not need to go to a Type 4 Dream 100 out of the gate. It's the most expensive way to do it. But once you're established, once you have a target market that you know, now it makes sense to think about advertising. For those of you who think, I got to go out and do this all in the beginning and pay a lot of money for it, don't make the mistake I did, right? I went and put uh, an ad for something free out on LinkedIn, not realizing that in two weeks I was going to spend $200 plus. And I didn't get anybody to go on it, and I didn't get anything. So it was a waste of money. Luckily, at that time, I had it. But if I was starting my business you know, kind of like I'm redoing everything now, I wouldn't spend it like that. And I don't recommend anybody go to the type four unless you are already established, unless you really know. For example, uh, great, great thinking on this is all kinds of people have inner circle groups or they have mastermind groups and you have to pay to get into these groups. Well, if you go in with the wrong mindset, hopefully they're not just taking your money. But if you go in with the wrong mindset, you're going to go into these paying a lot of money. What is it? Um, most people average about $25,000 for a year in an inner circle group or some sort of a mastermind group. And the volume of work that you get from it may be good, but if your basic idea of getting into the group is built around how much you're going to sell and you're not clear on what you're selling, now you're really wasting your time. You're really wasting your money. And so type four dreaming is, it's really difficult, but like, you know, it's type four for a reason. Most people that are in consulting in the world of what we're doing, small business especially, are going after type one, the one-to-one. -one. I'm going after my target market. But as I discovered to a certain point, the fastest way to do this is type two, the one-to-many. And that's the one that I would recommend a lot of people do. We get to know people that are our influencers. And as we get into their program, you have to do a little type four to get into these programs to get somebody's attention. Um, you really have to either contribute time or money. So, for example, if they have a Facebook group and you join the Facebook group because you're in their influencer concept and you start putting forth and answering questions for other people that are posting out there with issues, that gets somebody's attention pretty quickly. Just in some respects, a little slower on the uptake, 
But as you do it and you do it on a regular, regular basis, now you're contributing time. Now you're contributing input. You're contributing to the community. And that is a type of a type four dream 100 prospect. But it is something you have to have time for or you have to have money. And so each of these have their benefits. They have their drawbacks. Licensing deals, the handshake dream 100, um, it, it's, it's difficult for a lot of people to get involved in. But there are some industries that are out there that naturally make a licensing deal. You know, a lot of, a lot of publishers have licensing deals. And it's not necessary to do it at a very large level. The way you're going to write a book is hopefully you get involved with Dana Derrick's author challenge and you can just go look it up. It's, it's available. You can sign up. It's relatively easy and teach you how to write a book in a couple of weeks or even a month instead of a couple of years. Shortcut the process and really get it down. And it's very simple. It's very simple. We can all do it. All it really takes is a good idea. It takes a, um, a table of contents that you really build and then outlines and a recorder. It's not complicated. So, you know, all of this is, is good for people to be able to understand. You can put something out very quickly in short order. Once you get everything organized, you can put it out there and start giving it away. That engenders, as long as it's helpful, it engenders a lot of things. And so that's kind of what I got started with Dana Derricks is got involved in this challenge and I got involved in that challenge and I got involved in this challenge. And now I'm going through the Dream 100 launch program, which is three or four down the road from where I started. But it all started with the Dream 100 book. Now I'm in the Dream 100 vault where I have access to all the books that he's written and a lot of, a lot of information. Same thing with Grant Cardone. I got involved with one of his programs and just got just a boatload of videos, books, information, just really, really was able to drink the Kool-Aid very quickly on a very small investment. But that's the idea. You start small and then you keep going and you keep going. And as you're growing, you're able to reuse this, this information. And the Dream 100 is really good for that. Because you can share things that you've learned helping other people to find resources that they didn't know. And so, you know, that's, that's where you begin really giving up of yourself to the community. And if you can do that quickly and you can do it enough, then that's a type 4 Dream 100 that really will pay off for you. But again, I really recommend most people start on type 1 and type 2. If you haven't read the Dream 100 book, Please, it's available. It's just really good for networking, if nothing else. Speaking of networking, and this is something that I learned, but I, I had to learn it the hard way. For years, I was like, why do I want to get involved in all these groups? Why do I want to do this? I'm in the chamber. I do that. I get involved in this, this group over here. And, and what I found is that the big people that, are successful. They've built their network first. While they're building their business, they're building their network. 
You cannot do this alone. You need somebody to bounce ideas off of. You need someone to see, you know, to put out their ideas and you can look at it and go, huh, I never thought about doing it that way. Doing your networking, and this is kind of that type two dream 100, is build your network. Think about really building a network of people, even if it's just inside of a community. Contribute. Be there. Do things that they're going to appreciate. You're going to get some attention. People are going to start asking you questions. That gives you authority. And as you're able to help them, that authority is something that's going to drive people to your business, even if it's not the ordinary way you would think about it. And some of the people that I know that are the most connected people in the world have just the people that are in their groups are massive. And you can get so much done in a one-hour conversation with somebody who is super connected. You can get so much done in a five-minute conversation. These people can connect you to whoever you have as long as you know, whoever you need, as long as you're clear on the ask, what is it you want from us? What is it you need? And a lot of times that's a big question that, that the average person is afraid to ask. Don't be. Don't be afraid to be, um, to appear not altogether. You cannot build a network with people who you think you already know the answers to the questions. Uh, you know, every question, oh, I know the answer. Contribute where you do believe you know and contribute in a way that can be taken or politely thanked for what you've done and then move on. Sometimes that's a... You know, that's something that you've got to put it out there. But folks, be willing. Be willing to put it out there. That's what things about this podcast are, why they're so important, is I don't know everything. I, you know, if you go back to my backstory, the very first podcast I gave, it was, you know, it was critical that you heard something of my story because I did all the things wrong. I did so many things in the very beginning, going back years, that I've done wrong. And I still continue to make mistakes. I still keep my, my eye comes off of the ball, you know, and it goes over to that shiny object that's over there. And I go, uh, wait a minute. Nope, I got to come back to what I'm working on. And... And I need to give it the time that it needs. My business is mine because I'm willing to contribute to it without fail. Always. I can make mistakes. That doesn't mean that I stop contributing. And so that's why I'm kind of telling you the story a little bit about how things have gone since May. Because they are in a very different direction. And where before I was guessing... Now I'm not guessing on some of these things. I've actually immersed myself in the world of Dream 100. It is hard for somebody who isn't... You can be outgoing, but if you don't make connections, it's very, very difficult. 
So you have to admit to yourself, you need to change. I had to do this. In order to take on the Dream 100, I had to be willing to be, you know, to make failures of, of myself and not say the right thing and speak incorrectly when I'm talking with people. And for a while, I I had to kind of back off on my own, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Self-centeredness. I When I went out to deal with other people, I my connections at the time were not nearly what they needed to be. So I had a tendency to overblow my own, you know, toot my own horn a little bit when it didn't need to be done. Nobody was looking for me to toot my horn. What they were looking for was, what is it you need? What can we do to help you? And, and that's where this Dream 100 kicks in, is it reminds you that you yourself cannot do this alone. You need other people. And those people will get you where you're going and hopefully you can repay them in a way that is beneficial to them. And a lot of times it's something as simple as this is where the you know my program got started is I was helping other people start their businesses. And it wasn't an easy thing right through COVID. I can I can way tell you that it was not easy. There were so many places that were shut down, so many things that people couldn't do anything with. And so setting up uh, agreements with other companies, very difficult. Zooming was a great idea, right? Getting on Zoom, getting on different screen sharings and what have you, but, but people got tired of it quickly. There's no connection that you can really establish with the person on the other side. You're looking at a screen, and that's not that's not something that's actually going to help you. It's going to put a barrier between you and the other person. So we have to figure out how to do different things. And the Dream 100 is, it forces you to really think differently. So if you don't have the book, I recommend you get it. Dana Derricks, D-E-R-R-I-C-K-S. Uh, first name D-A-N-A, -A, right? Just... And he's a goat farmer. That's his claim to fame, if you will. He's he's up in, uh, I believe it's uh, Wisconsin, and he raises goats. You know, so go figure. Guy's got an interesting concept of how he does things, but he's a multimillionaire. I've seen recently the um, the uh, the two comma club awards on his wall. Started at one, and they're now up to three, at least, that I've seen. So each one of those is a million dollars in sale in a funnel. So there we go. If you want to consider that as important, consider that as the, the recommendation that I would make to follow success where success is, not where success was. And so... Try not to spend too much time back before COVID. Learn to work within the context of what you have now. Reach out to people. We're here in Indiana. We're pretty much open. There are still a lot of people that are running around with a mask on. But for the most part, our state is pretty much open. And the governor's not going to lock things down. So he says. And so this is good. We're able here to make connections with people much faster, much better, 
and I need to do more of that. So I recommend everybody does that. Learn about it, grab it, put it in your head, and then start really following the idea. You don't have to go nuts. Um, once you start, it will probably shortcut your growth. Well, it's already done a great job on mine. So I've, I've been able to refocus the business. That's a good thing. So for now, I'm going to go ahead and, and sign off. This is Randy Bridges for The Budding Entrepreneur. I'll be back on Thursday. Hopefully we'll have a, well, we will have a good program. And hopefully some of these ideas will help you. They will stick with you. And if you have any questions, things that you're having a challenge with, I'm more than happy to go ahead and address them. You can send them to rb, like Randy Bridges, at randybridgesconsulting.com. The email will get to me. That is my direct email address. And I will respond to you as quickly as possible. Once again, that's rb at randybridgesconsulting.com. Folks, have a great day today. We'll see you on Thursday. Take care from the budding entrepreneur. Bye now.